Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. Wow! For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. <laughs> You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Oz Network for our penultimate episode recap. As we are getting into, uh, yeah, the penultimate episode of the Amazing Race. You know, we're getting to the end, the final four, and we had a somewhat understandable, sort of predictable episode. But I thought that there was a, um, a lot of interesting things, and I'm excited to talk about it. I am your host, Rossi, and I'm joined by, um, you know, someone who is a James, was it James Joyce <laughs> aficionado, uh, Jared's here. Hello. Uh, hello. Thanks. I, um, yeah, I was enjoyed all the, uh, the double negatives of, uh, of Ulysses James Joyce and just the amazingness of all those quotes. Yeah, I, sh- I should have started with not only are we alone, but we are not <laughs> not without others. Like, mm-hmm. um, and we should rescratch the intro and redo it. Um, uh, and unfortunately, Kristen is not here with us. But the one bright side of her not being here is that we have a guaranteed person who will be listening to this episode. Um, so hello, Kristen out there. Um, we hope you enjoy. <laughs> anyway, this episode, I felt like it was mostly predictable i think that there was a little bit of suspense at the beginning that first half you could you, it was like oh who's gonna go but i feel like once i feel like once it was self-driving we're like who struggles with self-driving uh and the team that struggled with self-driving was eliminated so i felt like somewhat predictable uh but as we know you and i had a very big disagreement on how last episode went so how'd you feel about this one I agree that it was somewhat predictable, but I did really like the episode. I feel like there were lots of fun challenges. I feel like something that I really enjoyed that I don't think we tend to get a whole lot of was the uh, roadblock discussion and the fact that we got some kind of rule clarity here about you need to do an even number of roadblocks and it was discussed, which I feel like in recent seasons we haven't got a whole lot of that clarity um, so I really enjoyed that, and yeah, I thought the challenges themselves were, were really good this episode. But like you say, it came kind of predictable after really the um, Riverdance challenge. The fact that since from that point onwards, there were never like two teams at the same challenge was a bit of a letdown. Yeah, they tried to um, throw in at the very end, like, you know, they always do that. The last two teams are just right the last, you know, bit right for the pit stop or whatever. But the fact that, uh, you know, Stephen and Annalie didn't run into Joel and Garrett at the end mm-hmm. kind of, like, sealed their fate. <laughs> uh, we I, we even caught, like, there was a stray comment from, like, either Greg or John saying, like, we hope to overtake them at this challenge. You never ran into each other. Like, something of, like, the driving or the navigating or, like, something. Or, like, really, they just were so spread apart 
that like made it so much more like you know we had that the big discussion last time of like oh they were five minutes apart and now it's like they were like t- at least 20 minutes apart or something like that because no mm-hmm. one went after a while so in some ways it was good but some ways it's like well there's nothing they can do if no one overtakes or no one gets close we got to see it uh, and yeah, like you said, the discussion of roadblocks, I, like it wasn't until they got to the second roadblock. I was like, oh, this is why they were talking so much mm-hmm. about the roadblocks. I was like, why does it matter that Steve hasn't done two? Um, but it, it, it will become very apparent why Steve hasn't done two. Yeah, it was so um, I feel like it was so jarring too to have a two roadblock episode and it not have to be like i'm so used to like yeah every episode there's two roadblocks like whoever didn't do the first one has to do the second one the fact that this time around it was just you know free for all you have to have an even number so that's going to dictate i thought was a really interesting kind of twist on the whole roadblock situation yeah yeah we're so used to that the first thing we we got a didn't we get a double roadblock earlier in the season um i think so and it was the situation where the other person must do it Mm. Um, so this was different where it was like, these are just the last two. So whoever's got leftovers got to do it. Um, we had the situation where like the two teams, Robin Corey and Steven Italy had like lops, like completely lopsided it where the other two teams were more balanced. Um, so like it, it, it was interesting to see what is it, it was Corey and Steve have to do both challenges. It was very interesting. Mm. I love to the difference of the fact that like with Robin Corey, it was intentional like that was an intentional strategy they had going into the race where it was Stephen and Ali they're like uh we thought we'd done the same amount but it turns out we haven't so Steve's just going to be doing everything this episode yeah and we we know that uh she likes to rush him at every opportunity mm-hmm. <laughs> um Facebook jo- group is rejoicing <laughs> the evil woman is defeated um mm-hmm. Did you do a counter of how many times she said, come on, Dad, hurry up, Dad? I did not, but this has to be, this surely is, like, the most of the, of the whole season. And I was genuinely concerned about Steve's health throughout this episode. I was like, oh, my gosh, this this man is about to collapse. This is not going to end well. I was waiting for him to be to be rescued at so many points throughout the episode. So uh, good on him for pushing through. Yeah, there was the whole, I mean, the whole swimming challenge. Mm-hmm. She's like, I look back and he's not moving. Uh, and they do a shot where someone's standing on the rocks. And I was like, is that a lifeguard going to save him? It was just very, yeah. Um, if anything, she should be very appreciative that he had to essentially do one of the most physical legs he's ever had to do. Yes. Yep. Uh, this is even worse than them running last episode. <laughs> like, let's get into the episode. I, th- I thought there was fun. Uh, I felt like it was a little bit predictable, but I thought, I, I thought it was, I had fun watching it and everything. Uh, what I didn't love, I hate, especially this for the Amazing Race, the product placement of them booking the flight on the app. Mm-hmm. It's always just worse. It's like, it just always is like, oh, wow, this was so fast and easy. And and we get to book a hotel, too. Like, it's just so bad. I don't know if it gets you as bad as it gets me, but I can't stand it. I do a huge eye roll, I think, and then kind of move on. And I feel like it's never done well. Um product placement well yeah I, 90% of the time it's done poorly and I feel like with flights 
it would be more interesting if it was that situation where you could book different flights on the app. So it had kind of more of a purpose and you could show off, look, we got this really good flight. But I think particularly when everyone's on the same flight and we just get the same product placement over and over from each of the teams, um, it's not that great. But Jared, the the app had so many different options of flights. Mm -hmm. It was easy to navigate and they were able to book directly. So many options. We were just all locked out of them because we hadn't signed up to the premium option. So we had to go on the same flight. But they were able to book hotel at the same time as well. This is true. It's saving you time and money. (laughs) I feel like we did better. Um, Anyway, um, they booked their flights. They're headed to Dublin, Ireland. um, And their first challenge, they have to get which is self-driving. They didn't talk that enough before the leg. And I was like, oh, they're in cars. I was like, self-driving. We, we took a break and a much needed break from the self-driving. Um, how would you feel about it coming back? I, I was okay with it coming back after we were a little fatigued before. Yeah, I think I was fine with it. And I think it played into this episode, um, but definitely not as much as in the past. Like, it felt like, I don't know what Dublin is like, but it felt like teams didn't struggle as much. Like, there was obviously some wrong directions and and a little bit of overtaking in the self-driving component, but for the most part, it generally went off. You know, the order people left was the order that they arrived at kind of the next place. Yeah, it didn't feel like the, the last times we had self-driving, one team was just nowhere near, mm-hmm. like anything. Like, Steve and Annalie were... were last and, and clearly last but it wasn't like a biz like you know the sun didn't set uh you know people didn't check yeah. in like they didn't go home didn't get on like, the ferry back to england like like it was it was okay they stayed yeah, in the, the same country <laughs> yeah they didn't yeah make catastrophic mistakes um so in that way it was good that they they were able to at least stay somewhat close uh but steve and Annalie have no business self-navigating anywhere no <laughs> And I don't know how, because it's like in the generations of phones and like iPhones and like you have a smartphone wherever you go. How do they get so lost? Like this is not season one where it's like people were using pay phones to get information or something, you know? Yeah, it's wild to me the fact that they can stop so many times and ask for directions and get so lost. And there were just so many weird moments. Like there were moments when they backed themselves and they got ahead of Greg and John to the river dance challenge by like not following them the entire way. Uh, and then it just went like completely like the opposite where they're getting lost and they're taking wrong turns. And Annalie wants Steve to do a U-turn in the middle of a busy intersection. Like it was just crazy to me. The, yeah. The amount of times that they did like this episode, make a point of stopping and asking for directions and then still like got lost along the way. Whereas it felt like the teams that mapped it out and didn't really ask so much for directions almost did a better job. Well, she had, she was like constantly saying, I'm not seeing that on the map. Mm-hmm. Like it's not there. I'm like, I don't know how, um, you know, Joel and Garrett at the beginning, they, after they did the plunge, they're like, the the way they said it, it was like, we'll just go that way and then we'll figure it out once we get there. Um, and like they're on the highway when other teams were in the city streets or whatever. And like they figured it out, like just by the navigating that. I mean, from what we saw, obviously. Mm. Um, so I don't know how like she was having such trouble reading this map that she had uh, when everyone else seemed to be fine. Yeah, like, it's not. A, you're right. It was not a good look at the point where she's asking for directions and the guy's got pulling up the directions on her phone and listing all those streets. And she's like, I don't see any of these. Yeah. 
And then, oh, what was it? She did it the. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember. She said, like, oh, we missed the turn or something like that. And you said, like, you're talking about the, um, the, like, she wanted him to take a U turn to go back. Mm -hmm. And he turns down the street and she's like, no, I said, turn back there. And (laughs) I don't, he literally turned. He can't, like, turn. And she's like, all right, I'm taking anti anti anxiety medication when I get Mm -hmm. home. (laughs) He literally made one turn and she spiraled instantly. It was like, yeah. I know, right? He's just, he's going, he was just going around the block. He's like, yeah, I've turned left so that then I can turn left again and we can start heading back the way we we're meant to be heading. Yeah, <laughs> it's just wild. Every, everything he, like, there was no good that he did. I think mm-hmm. the only thing that, like, she was happy with is that it only took two attempts at the, the one roadblock. Like, other than that, it was like, come on, dad. Anyway, the plunge. Very standard just like get it done challenge they seem to they try to build it up like oh it's uh this like really intense plunge it's gonna be so cold um steve was the only one who really struggled like it was cool in concept and like nothing in in execution how did you feel about it i just laughed so hard at steve jumping in with his shoes on i just could not like watching it and i'm like um, he's still got his shoes on. Is he going to take those off right, like, on the edge, on the shore? And he still had, like, I was so confused at first. I'm like, is that his glasses on his head? Or has he wrangled up, like, goggles from somewhere? What's happening here? And then, no, just straight in with the shoes on. Um, that made me laugh so much. Uh, this was another great moment, too, with, like, Greg and John just, like, popping up out of nowhere, like, doing their typical, look, we caught up to everybody, where Joel and Garrett are, like, swimming out, and then, like, Greg and John are right behind them. Like, how does this keep happening? They just catch everybody. Um, but, yeah, I was just so convinced with all, like, the wide shots and, like, where's Dad, this, that, whatever else. I'm like, someone's coming to, like, rescue him, right? Like, <laughs> like the divers are in the water and they're about to save Steve because he's about to drown at this point. Um, this was something that, yeah, could have been really boring but just turned out to be really um, funny and comical. Yeah, he, like, went full-on Survivor Challenge where they're, like, mm-hmm. with their shoes on in the water. It was very weird. And, like, he's, like, t- and then he took them off mid-swim. It, it, <laughs> I don't I don't get what he was thinking. Like, they're not, they're not the best um, thinkers under pressure, as we've seen. And usually it's come from Annalie, but I felt like this was a full him decision. Um, and, like, and Joel and Garrett took life jackets. I don't know, like where that came from i don't know if they were supposed to i guess you have the option i guess it's like a safety option i don't know it ju- it just seemed like there was a little bit of like lack of information i guess on mm-hmm. it but it was such a nothing the kind of nothing challenge but like you said uh Greg and john just show up where, wherever uh, i don't know if it's an is it an editing thing where they're just not showing us show, getting them navigating or anything and then like we're surprised that they're there or or what I just think they do stuff really like they must run so much fast faster than the other teams and also they must have swum so much faster than the other teams because it felt like Joel and Garrett were almost like getting their clue as they're entering the water and then they're exiting at the same time but you just don't see any of that in between stuff so then all of a sudden yeah it's just like back of shot there they are hopping out of the water at the same time it's wild yeah I mean it's been a big help for them so I guess credit on their part but after this they're moving to the theater where they're going to do the first of two roadblocks where it's the 
river dance challenge. They have to do 30 seconds of the dancing. Have we gone dancing before this season? I feel like we don't talk, we always bring it up, but I, I have no I memory like we, of a dance. I feel like we must have. All I can think of is the pots on the head challenge. That was kind of dancing. Uh, yes. So, yeah, other than that. Yeah. But anyway, if I, I got a, like a true on like traditional, more traditional dancing challenge for the amazing race. Dancing light season. Um, probably because yeah. we didn't have any professional dancers on the season. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm wondering how much, like, how much, how much do they have the season planned before they cast? Because I'm wondering, like, do they not want to make like all of this like auditory stuff for for Rob? Like, how much mm-hmm. do they want? Like, I'm sure he could have done any challenge, but like. He, he might not know the pacing or that the, there might be audio clues to the music or something that he's not getting. So I'm wondering how much they know about that. Uh, it worked out in their favor that they had stacked Corey to do all the challenges, but um, that, and especially having to pronounce, I was like, is they going to make him sp- like speak or he got the sign language, the last uh, challenge. So, uh, but this challenge, I, I thought it was pretty good. I, I have some, mechanical questions about it but i'll Mm -hmm. I'll let you speak on how you feel about the challenge itself i think this was in recent memory i want to say one of the hardest dancing challenges that we've seen on the amazing race um it was crazy like this this what like watching the demonstration and this and the speed of everything and the fact that they were practicing and then they walk out and it's just a completely different pace to any of the practice that they've been doing um like I was so here for how difficult this challenge was going to be. I do think this turned into one of those classic, um, you've been here long enough and taken enough attempts, I'm just going to give it to you anyway. I thought the judge was a fun character. Um, he was another one who was really getting into his role. But, yeah, I do think kind of the uh, the steps and the accuracy of stuff seemed to uh go downhill very fast <laughs> um it, with comparison between the teams um but I, yeah i thought this was fun i was here for the Corey and um anime love story um i was fully behind that um i'm upset that we don't have any updates that they're not married that we're not getting a cbs wedding special um so, no, I thought this was plenty of fun, um, lots of great moments. But, yeah, I think one of, like, the hardest dancing challenges that I can remember in recent history. Yeah, it was a lot. Like, they they talk about, like, it only being 30 seconds, but it was a lot of steps and a lot of, like, technicalities to mm-hmm. the steps. It wasn't just, like, left, right, left, right. It was, like, left point, pick up and, and, and swap, and then you stomp, and then you don't stomp. And then the, the added twist of the heels, like, like, here, you're in your costume, and now you're going to perform, actually, sorry, there's another element of your costume that will only let you wear on stage, and you can't wear while you're practicing. Well, I had, that was one of my mechanical thoughts, because at the end of, uh, last, during last episode, you were talking about, oh, Stephen, not Stephen, uh, Ashley and Todd, they never finished lower than fifth, and I was thinking about that, and I was like, what did everyone get on the first episode, because I was just curious. So I like we not rewatched the whole episode, but I watched clips of the first episode and they had that sword challenge in the very first episode mm-hmm. where they had to like do the choreograph choreographed movement with the sword and they step and they turn and they spin and they pick it up. Um, they only got like a wooden stick in the practice and then they go to the do the actual performance and it's the sword. So it's like very different. 
and that the, kind of the same thing here is that like an additional challenge that you have to deal with like what is that because when you did when they did the pots they didn't have that it was what you practice is what you did so i'm wondering how do you feel about like a fairness of that i think it was fine it was weird to me that after i think it's fine as like a twist like oh here's like this extra added element of difficulty i find it weird that after you can't practice with like the exact you know scenario unless you just keep going back out on stage i thought it was weird then afterwards that you couldn't just take your like the heels upstairs and practice in the heels like they looked like they were changing back out of their shoes like in between like takes and practicing so that was weird to me um but i think too with this like there was enough of um just the music being so fast that I don't know if they really needed like the added element, shock element of here you are, here's these different dancing shoes you need to wear. I think the speed and tempo of the music and how different that was to practicing was probably enough of a twist that they didn't need this added extra element of difficulty. Um, But I mean, it was an interesting one for sure. Yeah. And the other kind of mechanical question I was curious about is the teacher or their instructor essentially shouting the steps as they were doing Mm -hmm. the performance the one and two and one and two like of everything how did you feel about that because in some ways I'm like you wouldn't get this on a normal dancing challenge but is it so hard that they need to do that like I'm I'm just, how do you feel I feel like in this it was fair because it was so fast but I don't know if actually it was really helping that much it's like I say I feel like there was very different levels of possibility throughout this I feel like you had kind of Corey like head and shoulders above anybody else like to him doing it looked I don't know I want to say like semi-professional um and then you probably have John and then as for like uh Joel and Steve like to me like none of their attempts were like possible it looked like they were just like kicking their legs and not doing the steps properly doing whatever um and it was just basically for those two it feel like it just came down to like a timing thing of like okay like you look like you're in step with everybody else you're doing completely different moves but you're at the same point in the choreo and you're finishing on the same beat. So we're just going to give it to you. Yeah. Uh, I definitely felt the end of it was like, yeah, they're just letting him, them get through mm-hmm. it. Um, it's like, did you stamp at the same time as the rest of everybody? Yep. Sure. Good. Yep. Good to go. Well done. And I was, I was so misled by the music. Cause sometimes they're like, like it, Steve was like not in time with them. And then he would make one like really noticeable difference. And then they're like, and I'm Mm -hmm. like, none of that was passable before. Don't act like this is what sealed his fate. But I'm just like confused. I'm like, what are they actually going to pass that? And then they're like, no, not quite. Um, I get that after a certain point, you just kind of got to accept what you're given and maybe just pass them for the sake of the show. But yeah, some of those attempts were rough. Yeah. Um, Especially when you like, you compare it to, so like, Corey's first attempt and then him not getting past because he was slightly in like in front of the rest of them as they were like doing the moving forward bit of the choreography I'm like there's not like if any of the others had done that they would have been like yep short pass you got to give a little bit of grace I guess to the older contestants mm-hmm. I guess uh, but I had I mean I thought it was fun and and, and all the, the 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 intensity of the challenge itself was so wild to watch so that it made it for good viewing. Uh, the pots were a little more, more of a snooze fest than this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm glad to see they stepped up the dancing challenge. Uh, but then teams have to, they go to the stadium where they have to then do the other roadblock, which is the, 
the the hurling game is this the new uh, sport coming to the Olympics or something? Do you know much about it? I don't know a heap about it. I feel like I've heard about it before and maybe seen like a photo or two, but this to me was like it this was fun because I love them like predicting like on the way like what it was gonna be and the fact that like none of them like I feel like Corey was on the right track where he's like, oh, I think it's kind of like uh, like sticks with like a ball or whatever, but then he's like field hockey. Um, so this was fun to me that like they just get up to this random challenge of this sport that they know nothing about and have to kind of uh, learn on the fly. I think that's that's always cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that it wasn't like, oh, kick the soccer ball in the goal or mm-hmm. something like that, like where it's like, wow, you, you've kicked soccer balls before or something like that, where it's like so obvious. I, I just felt like the challenge like mechanism was kind of weird. Like you're just going to do this one random drill where essentially where all they have to do is run around the cone and, and like essentially baseball hit the ball into the goal. It didn't really feel like there was anything like dramatic about it. Like, what was it? Uh, Garrett had six attempts. Like that was it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This was this was just kind of a letdown after the intensity of the the dancing. It felt like this was just like, wow, you you hit it. Like I don't know. There was really nothing there for me. Yeah, I agree. This was was uh, the difficulty level level was dialed down. Um, and it's a shame because I think, yeah, I think the sport was interesting enough where they could have done something cooler, whether it was just having more steps in the drill or, you know, having them actually play as part of a team and having to score like a certain number of points. Um, but I think it was like good enough to have as like a roadblock that anyone could do. I think um, like it wasn't terrible. We've seen worse challenges, so I was kind of OK with that. Yeah, I just almost like I thought that maybe there'd be the intensity of like, especially for Steve, but like you did the one roadblock and I have to do the other roadblock and like there's the fatigue and everything. Like I'm just like there, there, he seemed to be not phased by the challenge mm-hmm. itself at all. And I'm like, that's not really a good metric if like no, if people can just like whatever, like there's no commentary about the challenge. But just to go back quickly, one thing you mentioned the the guy about the, the dancing challenge. I thought he was so awkward. You loved him. I just thought he was so awkward. And then what was it? I mean, it was bad, but uh, that's what was lovable about it. Like, I'm. It was that classic. Um, it's it's like the the judge on on those dancing shows, all those singing shows. Are like, I'm sorry to tell you that you passed. Like, it's that really bad, lame kind of way to announce that they that they passed it. Um, or for like John, uh, I need you to come <laughs> cool. down here. I've got some advice to give you. Uh, you need to do this, this, this. These are the foundations. You did them all. You passed. Like it was just. Um, I think I like was laughing at like the cringiness of it and the over the top, and just uh, was thankful that this guy kind of like got into his role, whether it was uh, good announcing or corny. I think it was just still fun to watch. How does he stack up against some of the other people that side characters we met? The 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 woman at the pit stop with the baskets on their head. The the two thumbs up from earlier in the season. Oh, he's fairly no. He's he's not he, he, like low. He's not up with the judge at the fish market. Two thumbs up, lady. I think is kind of setting the bar. Even this episode, he's not the best side character. The people at the pub at the end are all legends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you what? You what? So, I mean, I, I feel like mid tier <laughs> throughout the season is where he's sitting somewhere there. All right, we'll look for your rankings at the end of at, at next episode. Okay. Probably better than the guy at the um. 
uh, the coins challenge uh, where Andrew and Milena were trying to give him the euros, probably better than him, but kind of around that level. Well, I, I wait your full season rankings at the end mm-hmm. of the season, okay? Yeah, after the roadblock, teams go to the uh, the pub where they have to recite these two nonsensical lines of, of dialogue. I was like, oh, that's kind of whatever, like, it's going to be nothing. And, and it was kind of nothing as teams really got it, like, first and second try. But I thought it was cool. I thought that, the, like, the, the nonsensical, like, lines of not first, but not only last, mm-hmm. nor first yeah. or last. Um, and the, like, the brothers, sisters, beasts, widows... <laughs> Like, I just thought that the, they were the lines themselves were so funny. And like, you love the I, I, I had a feeling you'd love these people in the pub. I just love when they boo the team. So I think that was That's it. It was so, especially the first time it was so unexpected. And, and like the fact that that's the way you know you're wrong. Like it wasn't like a single judge being like yes or no, or like waiting to the end and being like, no wrong, try again. It's like as soon as you've made a mistake, the entire pub is just like, booing you and chewing you out I thought it was so much fun and in the back of my mind I'm imagining like when Rob's doing it (laughs) them all kind of (laughs) sitting there like obviously probably looking at whoever like the interpreter is being like did did he get it is he wrong we can't tell what's what's happening here did we boo do we clap um I think would have just been really fun but like you said I think I was expecting a bit more and was hopeful that teams would struggle a bit more and this would be a chance to see somebody at the same challenge together i think it's like what i said the thing that really let this episode down was the fact that yeah after the dancing challenge we see nobody together it became very clear cut and this was i suppose potentially meant to be an equalizer if it was a close race but they just didn't it didn't pan out that way on the day and no one one team got it wrong right like there was only Mm -hmm. one error from what we saw obviously but like yeah um it, it did not stack up what was your preferred quote? The the beasts or the the nor or or only last one? I think pre- preferred as a viewer was all the like nor this or that, uh, yes but no. Um, but as a contestant, I would be picking that list all day every day. <laughs> yeah, I was like that was so, that's so much easier than the other quote to just like list these things, particularly when like a lot of them were just like opposites of one another. I think that was like the easy one to remember. And everybody who got the this nor that um, really got the uh, short straw in in terms of the two quotes. Yeah, but they were so great to hear. Like, (laughs) and you could see the different ways of people memorizing it. I think Mm -hmm. uh, I I, I still, I'm still not sure which one Greg John is, but the one that did, it was like, nor last nor first it, it was just the way that he said <laughs> mm-hmm. it. it was so funny to me i like to garrett covering his this is what i would have done garrett covering his ears while joel is going through his i'm like there is no way that would have thrown me off so much someone else saying something and then the way that he went through his so fast with like zero like punctuation just like one entire like stream of words was was so good like as a way to like remember just like i'm not going to think i'm just going to power this out so i don't make a mistake and like overthink it well, this could have easily been a challenge where, like, they want the theatrics of it, where you're like, nor first, like, and then there's a comma, mm-hmm. and you have to pause, and it's like, nor last. You know, it could have easily been that. I don't think that it was set out to be that. I mean, they're in a pub, like, it's not this, like, Shakespearean thing, but yeah, it easily could have gone that direction, where, like, they boo because, you know, you didn't pause, you know, yeah. even say yeah. beast, creature, like, you know, you didn't do that, so... 
it easily could have been harder. I feel like they could have upped the difficulty of it. So, but like you said, that you probably predicted it to be an equalizing kind of challenge, and it was it wasn't. It was just another get in, get out kind of challenge. Yeah, I think they were hoping that somebody would struggle on this, which is I think is reasonable enough. There, like, just ah, like certain people are bad at remembering things, and then. You could imagine, too, the pressure of having multiple teams there, like, definitely would have added to that. But I think, yeah, the fact that everyone was so far apart, no one was there together. We didn't have any of those cut to confessional of, like, I was doing fine until so-and-so showed up and it really put the pressure on. Um, So I think everybody was probably in a clearer mental state than what production was hoping for at this point. Yeah, so it's getting to the pit stop, but we already know. We have our final three teams, Rob and Corey, Greg and John, Joel and Garrett, an all-male final team. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> I um, can't say it's the most shocking, but um, we've probably been here many times before. Yeah, I I can't say I was I'm too shocked based on how things have been going. Uh, Steve and Annalie had such a fall from 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 grace a few episodes ago, where they were the the ones to beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a few self driving and and issues there caused them to fall back, and they never quite regained. Um. How do you feel about the final three and 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 the 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 loss of Steve and Annalie? Uh, no more, come on, Dad. I think it's a good final three. I think Greg and John are probably still the front runners just for that ability to. It's not even the task themselves; it's the in between bits where they seem to obviously be faster foot race wise than everybody else, and just kind of get to places out of nowhere and, and make up a lot of ground in those in those in-between bits. Um, but I think it's a really strong final three. I, I'm glad that, I mean, whatever the situation was, you're going to have all teams that who have managed to win legs and generally have been towards the front of the pack for the majority of, like, the race. Um, but Steve and Annalie, ever since, you know what it was, ever since that U-turn, they have just not <laughs> been the same team ever since she went on her tirade of, like, who you who voted for me um, was just no. You have to do it the way that she obviously said it. Who voted for me? Who the hell voted for me? <laughs> um, was just yeah. I feel like that was almost like the turning point, and then it went really bad, and they kind of recaptured, I suppose, some sense of form the past couple of episodes. Um, but really, we're never back to kind of that stellar, like, three-leg run of, like, first, second, and then first again. Um, but I think I am kind of sad to lose them. I like I like all of these teams. I think potentially I was hoping that we might lose Greg and John at this point just to make, I think, the finale more up in the air in terms of the level of the teams. And also, I think they probably are the least entertaining team. Only by a smidgen, but I think with Steve and Annalie, you get kind of the drama, which, I mean, I enjoy. I like the the yelling between them. I like to think what Facebook's saying about her while she's doing that. Um, and I think overall, they've just been a, a fun team with a really fun um, dynamic throughout the race. Yeah, um, I, I they, were, they would have been such drama. I know that, you know. <laughs> It would not have gone well for them, like, the final episode. They're like, the stress would have been through the roof. Like, I can only imagine what it would have turned out like. And, and that's always, isn't it? I feel like it's always self-navigating the final leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, they, they, I mean, it would have been in the U.S., but, like, they even had trouble in an English-speaking country now. Yeah. Like, unless they were in their hometown, I don't know how they would have fared. 
navigating. Like they, they would have been so, so stuck. Um, one thing that struck me about Greg and John, this episode, especially that we talked, you talked, we talked about like, oh, they just kind of show up at the challenge and then they're done. Um, we really got a lot in these last two episodes about all these random niche skills they have. Mm-hmm. Like they know French and like now, like, what was it? Um, the one who did the first dancing mm-hmm. Roblox was yeah, like, oh, John. I learned piano and guitar and, and, you know, flute and blah, blah, blah. Like, and so this is music. It's just another language. I got it. Like all of these like random skills that they have collectively are, are really what sets them apart. Like as competitors, like, cause that's what the amazing race is. It's like, can you cook sushi and then like mm-hmm. like spot this random thing and it's like can you do the music challenge and the build like it's all these random things that like ho- all these random hobbies you have could have yeah but like that's what really sets them apart i mean i don't the last challenges usually don't tend to be like the rest of it so i don't know if they necessarily have a huge advantage but it's still definitely the front runners Oh, 100%. They're definitely the most well-rounded of the teams. And in terms of, like, you know, the final challenge presumably being your typical, like, memory challenge, I think they probably have the edge. Granted, like, I feel like those challenges are less exciting these days because everyone has taken notes and they know it's coming and they've revised throughout. Um, But I'm, yeah, interested to see. I hope they give us something kind of out of left field. I feel like the producers have to really um, keep trying to reimagine these final challenges to keep everyone on their toes. Yeah. They're also, they're also collectively the youngest team. Mm-hmm. You know, we have like a half young, half old. And then, I, I mean, no, I don't know how old any of these people are like <laughs> Corey could be like 35 and, and I wouldn't know, but like, um, like they're, they're the youngest team collectively. So that obviously could help them uh, just to talk on edgic. Um, we did get a very intentional scene like a few episodes ago where Joel and Garrett left their notes for the final leg and they had to go pick them back up because they're like, we're going to be in the final leg. Anything Mm -hmm. about that? A lot of, we have family stuff this episode too. I don't know. Like potentially, I suppose they're the only team we've got. I think the notes is a good throwback, but it could have just been a throwback, like a reference to, I suppose, a spoiler that they're going to make it to the end. Not necessarily that their notes will, you know, give them the win, but they're the only team we've seen, like the, I suppose, how they're going to use the money and what's it for. Like they've definitely got the most um, probably emotion behind their reason for being on the race and potential uh, use of the million dollars if they end up winning. Um so that'd be a bit, yeah, a little bit of edgic support, but I mean, we'll see. I feel like Amazing Race doesn't lean so heavily on that. All right, we'll see. Um, I mean, and also things end up at being like uh, suspenseful just for the one episode, and they'll just discard it the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. we'll see. I just it, that was just a thought in the back of my head, like Corey's um, foot. Yeah, that that <laughs> you know it could come up. Next episode. <laughs> Uh, a, a, a delayed uh, pain response. Mm-hmm. But we still got the finale. It's still possible the medivac could be on. <laughs> yeah, we, we we never know. Um, we survive the Irish dancing. I think you'll be okay. Yeah, that could have been the flare up though. You know, it's come back. Yeah, maybe it. Uh, you know, that's what made it worse than it's going to be in next episode. Yeah, this we'll is see. a slow motion recap of the slip in the heel. You know, it's coming. <laughs> he slipped. Yeah, he slipped twice. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're still rooting for Robin Corey to win it all. 
Oh, 100%. I think they're just fun and lovable. Not that the others aren't, but they've just been kind of my go-to team from early on and have not disappointed. And, and like, the, I mean, this leg in particular, this was the most impressive that they've been throughout the race. Like, there was no mistakes from them this episode. So I'm hoping that after kind of the last couple of legs where we've seen lots of mistakes and bad decisions under pressure, that maybe, uh, yeah, this will help them going into the finale. Yeah, they bounce back strong after a couple of rough episodes for them. Uh, uh, our predictions, our preseason predictions of Steve and Anna Lee, um, <laughs> not favorable. <laughs> All right, I said they would finish 12th. So I was way off. Uh, Colin said 12th. Um, the AI said 7th. Kristen said um, no, that's the AI. Christian said 11th, but someone said very high. Someone said 6th, and that would be you, Jared. You said 6th place for them. Wow. Um, so Definitely you, channeling what, that first half, not this second half of the race. You saw you saw something in them. What mm-hmm. did you see? <sighs> I don't know. You know, the country people, you, you can't count them out. <laughs> They, I think they got those skills, you know, the random skills that can come in handy. Yeah, there were no um, challenges geared toward them, so we can No. <laughs> but our our current tally is you and Kristen have four, I have three, Colin and I have two. Uh, so it's still close, like, in anyone's game at this point. Yeah, anyone could still win, technically. Quite a few of you have uh, Greg and John winning. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, the people like myself who do not have them in the top four or top three are, are not going to be doing too well. But uh, we'll look forward to it. Um, I have not gotten a point since Jocelyn and Victor. So I've been... Started uh, strong. And it's, it's I got the first here. three points. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's in keeping with Jocelyn and Victor. <laughs> yeah, I fell off early. Um I mean, it's crazy, though. We've had, like, so many different front runners. I feel like. I don't know if I, I catch this more often, but, like, it was really Jocelyn and Victor dominating. Then it was Steve and Anna Lee, and now I feel like it's Greg and John. We'll yeah, see if they continue. Six different teams winning in, in like, 12 legs seems, you know, like a and fairly like half- more evenly spread than, than yeah. other seasons. Yeah, so it's, it's been a good season. I've had a lot of fun. I'm very excited for the ne- next episode. Uh, what would you rate this episode? Uh, this to me is a rant. Um, good challenges, just unfortunate that, yeah, kind of the second half of the episode lets it down, but it, it started really strong. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that with you. Um, I was tempted to just bin it, but uh, you've won me over a little bit with the booing and the other mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, so, a detour uh, too would have been nice. Like, I feel like that's always a nice leveler, um, but I think overall it was strong. I think, yeah, in replace of two roadblocks, they did a detour, they did two roadblocks. But, um, yeah, it would have been nice to have that extra challenge. Uh, but, yeah, I'm very excited for next episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like the order that they came in. Oh, no, I feel like it's, um, yeah, Greg, John, Rob, Corey, Joel Garrett. Is that how you feel like the final three will be? I don't really know for like. I know it's hard. To, I think to, it to could. Predict. I think it could switch. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Greg and John, then Joel and Gar, and and Robin, Corey, and third. I just am afraid that they'll buckle under pressure again. Oh. All right. We'll see. Uh, 
Yeah, that is it. We will hope to be back for the finale. And hopefully we'll have Kristen on. She she wants to be on for that last episode with all of us. Yeah. So drag Colin along. Yeah, I was gonna make a joke of like, oh, Colin will join us, and then, but I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he even knows who any of the final t- any of the teams are from episode uh, one. Let alone message him and say, three. who does he think's gonna win? <laughs> when we get the response back that says Jocelyn and Victor, we'll know. <laughs> should I send three? Like, should I send like? Who's going to win the final leg, Colin? Is it Jocelyn and Victor, uh, Liam and Jeremy, or like... Um, Andrew and Milena. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and see what he says. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've had a lot of fun talking about this season, and that it's over, but Amazing Race 36 is coming soon, so mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for this end. Um, Yes, and Jared, thank you. Thank you for being here for the penultimate episode. No worries. It's, it's been a fun, fun chat, and it's just, I feel like this season's been so good, so I'm excited for the finale. Yes, it's been very good. And now yeah, we're excited for the finale, and we'll find out which one of our predictions wins. Spoiler alert, it's probably not me, but we'll see. Yeah, that's it, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at the oznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time.